Hello, my friends. This is Andy Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com where you could find all the content um, we have curated specially for you to improve or deepen or lengthen your relationship with Christ. <laughs> Who knows the depth, the length, the width and height of God's love for us. Find out if you have not um, checked out the website, we'd love for you to do that. It has um, all kinds of resources on there and we'd love to hear from you. If there's things you'd like us to add books, pastors, worship bands, whatever it may be, uh, drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. And if you care to partner with us, you can click the donate now button. Yes. And, and most importantly, <laughs> take this video or the Facebook post like share, subscribe, share it with your friends. I met Jesus on YouTube. So you can't imagine how that could change somebody's life. Yes. I would like to be so bold to demand that you share our devotional with just your friends. Once. Just yeah. one. I'm just demanding. I'm just, just as, as Jack says, just three friends. <laughs> I'm really enjoying. I went on to see our stats. We were talking about our stats as far as, um, the uh, podcast itself. That's really the only thing we can really measure. Yes. I've tried uh, looking in ways to measure the other stuff. Um, but I mean, it, it, we're getting additional people, but it's just hard. I, I like the, the podcast because it gives us a graph. Yeah. I'm very visual. Visual. Don't give me numbers because yes, I'm not visual. good at math. Um, but yes, we are uh, seeing a really big spike with uh, people. And that's um, important because we want as many people to hear about Jesus as possible. Yes. And uh, that's uh, the way that we want it to get it out there. But did you say there was a big spike? Yeah, it's going, it's just like keeps going up. And oh, so, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. I love it. Nice. In addition to, we have a new listener today. I actually visually watched somebody add us to their podcast list. Yay. A pastor too. And a pastor. Pastor Brian. From such an, Cross Point. Such an interesting story, <laughs> Pastor Brian. <laughs> yes, it was awesome. Uh, hi, Iris. Nice to see you. And she's welcome, welcoming us back. <laughs> you got that out? So it almost sounded like you had a stroke. There. I almost had a stroke in the middle okay. of it. Hi, Cindy. Nice to see you. Oh, let me hi, get rid Cindy. of the banner. That messes things up. There we go. Nice to see you, Cindy. And We're yes, back. We Unfortunately, are back. we love being back, but <laughs> this background not the ocean oh uh, yeah or those beautiful flowers that we had yes those were nice but we're back and, now i know uh, why people go on vacation yeah I, I you know i gotta i gotta tell you that is i think one of my very first actual vacations oh i've gone away a lot i mean i've been on uh, yeah tons all, of both have cruises and oh yeah i've been, done, I've been I, I, gone done, to the river hundreds too. of times in las vegas and i always come back exhausted and i just want to kill myself for one reason or another <laughs> oh no <laughs> not literally kill myself but you know what i come back like i go oh i was i would spend so much money uh, <laughs> And I drank so much <laughs> and I did such stupid things. Like it was, it was never really fun. Uh, I mean, there was portions of it that were fun, Yeah, but always some, something bad. Yeah. But this one was amazing. Yay. It was really awesome. So it was a great vacation. Thank you, God. Thank uh, you. Let's see. Which service do you, we go to at CCCH? Uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. We go to second service. 
unless you don't go. And then I go to first. Yes. But more often than not, we're at second service. Kate says, hi, neighbors. Used to be neighbors, Kate. We're back home now. <laughs> uh, Iris says she's in Long Beach and may have a chance to come. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Sunday. That'd be great to see you. Yes. Yeah, we'd love to meet you. For sure. All right. Let's get to the devotional. Enough about our vacation woes. About not being on vacation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're reading, reading from Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning. Uh, this happens to be June 30th, and the reference is John 17, 22. It says, I have given them the glory that you gave me. From the pen of Charles Spurgeon, he writes, Observe the unparalleled generosity of the Lord Jesus. He has given us his all. Even a tithe of his possessions could make an entire universe filled with, an, with angels rich beyond all measure. Yet he was not content until he had given us all he has. His grace still would have been amazing if he had only allowed us to eat the crumbs beneath his bountiful table of mercy. But he does nothing halfway, for he invites us to sit with him and share his feast. If he simply had given us a small pension from his royal treasury, we would have a reason enough to love him forever. But he has chosen to make us bride, make his bride as rich as himself. And he will not possess any glory or gift that she will not share with him. He is not content with making us less than co-heirs with himself. For he desires us to have equal possessions. Our Lord has emptied his entire estate into the treasury of the church and shares its ownership with his redeemed. He does not withhold the key to even one room in his house from his people, but gives them total freedom to take all he has as their own. He loves his people to take from his treasure and appropriate for themselves as much as they can possibly carry. The boundless fullness of Christ's all-sufficiency is as free to believers as the air we breathe. He puts the glass of his love and grace to our lips and invites us to drink forever. Mm. We are all welcome to try to drain it completely, but would never be able to exhaust his supply. Thus, he invites us to drink abundantly, for it all belongs to us. What greater proof of fellowship and oneness could heaven on earth extend? When I stand before the throne, dressed in beauty, not my own, when I see thee as thou art, love thee with unsinning heart, then, Lord, shall fully know, shall I fully know, not till then, how much I owe. That's from Robert Murray McShane in the 1800s. Wow. That's Good way stuff. more than I deserve. Christ's generosity. <laughs> yes. So true. Any of us deserve. Why, why do you think he's so well, uh, gracious? Well, you know what struck me, too, hmm. is I was um, cataloging in my brain every major world religion, um, including the one. When that, were you doing that? Uh, while we were reading. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking to myself, okay, let's go one by one. Okay. My, the easiest point of reference for me, Muhammad and Islam. Uh Muhammad promises the believers to help them and to intercede for them with God. Uh, so basically, you're going to mess up. You've got all of these requirements, um, but I'm going to try to help you. Mm. 
but never ever is it anything like I, everything I have belongs to you. It was just, I am super powerful. God loves me. And by virtue of the fact that he loves me, he's going to listen to what I have to say. Kind of like a, a uh-huh. respected mediator, you know, makes sense. Okay, great. Then you go to Buddha and, and Buddha's whole philosophy was getting you to practice self-effacement, like be basically emptying yourself of personal desire to bring you down to nothingness um, so that you could be enlightened. So he definitely didn't promise to give you anything that he had, nor did he promise he had anything. Right. Um, so it was basically like I basically grinded myself down to nothing to reach a state of everything. So why don't you join me? Honestly, quite not really that appealing, but nonetheless. Uh, but even in the closest to home to us would be uh, Judaism. And Moses didn't promise anything like Jesus. He's basically also, of course, far more righteous, but kind of like Muhammad, where he's like, I, you, the, here's a whole bunch of rules. God, was, God had a whole bunch of rules for the Jews. And he's like, I'm going to try to help you, but if you don't follow everything in this book, you're going to burn. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, you're going to burn, you know? And so when you put in a context of, um, of what people believe and follow, this is such a great witnessing tool because no one, no prophet, no God ever promised um, the treasure that Jesus has promised us. To be a bride, to be a co-heir, that everything he has, he gives to us. A well that will never run dry, a, um, a spring of heavenly water that um, we can never exhaust, that we can never empty. Right. You know? Um, but, just, but just the point of whatever I, wherever I am in John 17 is such a good, great chapter about this. Whatever I have achieved, Jesus says, you will be there with me. Mm-hmm. Stay next to me. Where I go, you go. What I get, you get. What I have, you have. It's really amazing. It is. It really is. I mean, it's, a, it's, <laughs> a, it's not like a, I'm throwing you my crumbs. It is a, I am giving you everything that I have. And we are co-equals by virtue of my generosity. You know, I was thinking that those of us that are entrepreneurs um, or, or strive to be in a business where it is up to us in a sense to build a revenue stream mm-hmm. so that we can then have the house that we want and the cars that we want and the kitchen that we want uh, or to be able to go out or go on vacation. Yes. So it, it most of it is up to us how hard we need to work in order to get that. Mm-hmm. In the end, we end up working for somebody. Right. Either our, our, our clients, our or, clients or, um, you know, for some corporation right. uh, where, that we have a contract with or even a government. Yes. And is very few people that actually achieved like, say, uh, Elon Musk. He, he, he found something and then he ends up getting or, you know, some of these other guys. There, there's very few of them. They didn't earn the billion. So let's just leave them out. Most people end up going through all this heartache and work and sleepless nights to, to often be disappointed. Yes. But we're, we're, we're constantly working hard to, to get this thing. I mean, hours, some, I mean, uh, I, I remember working from the, from the time that it's dark until 
uh, you know, midnight, right. you know, like three o'clock in the morning, I'd get up and begin my work and then not get home until Me late too. at night. And then would drive hours just to make a hundred dollars. My, my point is that we, we do all of that to, to never really achieve Elon Musk status. Right. <laughs> Yet so few people are willing just simply to do what God asks us to do to achieve endless wealth with him and, oh, and yeah. eternity with him and such a and such love that we would, that we have yet to ever experience. Yeah. And we, and we do very little. Some of us only did Sundays. <laughs> Some of us continue to only do Sundays. <laughs> and, and then, and then we go, Oh, I got to wake up early. I got to work. I got to do this. I mean, it's just, and then we get in this hamster wheel right. and never, and, but we just, work our tails off i mean to where we many people get sick some people commit suicide because they, they they've been trying and trying and trying for crumbs and yet if we would just understand that we just need to follow his word just follow his word just and we can't do it and we can't. the jews could not do it <laughs> well we have the power of the holy spirit and thank god so many of those rules were fulfilled right Jesus fulfilled them. But just looking at this devotional with the, the riches and the it's beyond our I mean it's beyond our imagination. Yeah. Uh and and yeah, his grace is so great. He goes, I I just need you to do this little bit, this little thing. <laughs> Follow my word. <laughs> nice. That's all you gotta do. Not be a jerk. Not be a jerk. Uh try not to murder anybody. Keep my word in your heart. Yeah. When you're married, put it to practice. be married to that person. <laughs> my favorite part take, about christianity take care of your kids teach the kids about me and my glory yes and my uh gospel that's pretty simple it is yeah no no we can't do it right so sad I, i'm as about a, I, I'm, I'm closer now than i've ever been in my entire life and it actually is pretty glorious it is like glorious. what was i thinking before <laughs> <laughs> sorry but wow i mean just think about it just if we put as much effort as we put into something that we're never going to achieve how how much better it would be amazing great point thank you i appreciate that you're welcome that makes my whole day when you say great point that's a great point <laughs> um uh, let's hear what jim has to say on on this particular devotional jim is the editor of the a more modern version of morning by morning we are indeed co-heirs with Christ. And when it comes to describing our inheritance, there's no better words than these. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every title that could be given, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And that's Ephesians 1, 17 to 21. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Revelations 1 6. Revelation. Revelation. Not revelations.
No. <laughs> the revelation. Mm. Riches of his glorious inheritance. And a great power. Great power. Great power. I've always wanted great power. <laughs> did you sit around like Austin Powers dreaming of great power? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you did. I did. Every little boy's dream. Yeah, I also dreamed about superpowers. My my superpower, I, I, I was always tossed between whether I could like fly like Superman uh, or 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 become invisible when I wanted to be. It was, I, it was tough. I don't know if I ever decided on which one I wanted. Yeah. I'd been happy with either one. Good point. <laughs> do, you a, do you have a favorite superpower? No. No? No. Never thought of it. Really? Nope. What about you guys? Do you guys ever uh, dream about a superpower? I mean, in my dreams, I mean, my actual dreams, it, I was often flying. So it probably. I've had that before too. Yeah. Lots. And I always thought that was pretty cool. But uh, did you, do you have a superpower that if uh, you could, if God could give you a superpower, what would that superpower be? What's your favorite? I just want him to improve my reading. <laughs> <laughs> You're sweet. Uh, anything else about what Jim had to say? It's just kind of. No, I think it's a, yeah, it's just, it, it's a, just another thing for us to focus on that um, he is so unbelievably generous. And I guess as an evangelist at, at heart, I always think about it in terms of witnessing because it really sets us apart. It sets us apart from the other face the workspace religions that make us mm -hmm. work at things. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's also why nobody's ever denied, like the, the Buddhists, the Hindus, the Muslims, nobody denies Christ. Uh, he's a historically um, accepted figure that mm -hmm. he did walk the earth and nobody really has anything bad to say about him. Mm -hmm. And it also has a reputation for being extremely kind and, you know, good to people and stuff. And so if all of that is for people who do not even believe him, um, if we just sit and spend time honoring the all that he did give us as believers, how much more that would enrich our faith? Yeah. Iris uh, was always hoping to be Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. There weren't a lot of superheroes. You had either Catwoman or Wonder Woman. And Catwoman was a little naughty. So <laughs> I think I'm not surprised. Really? Yeah, she was naughty. <laughs> all right uh let's get to the scripture john 17 and there's a if you don't mind since we have a I little bit of time yeah i want to read a little bit lot more um so john 17 is just such a beautiful um chapter so i encourage you to go back and read it and it's just talking about um jesus prays for the disciples and all the blessings he hopes that comes upon them um, and remaining in him and thereby abiding in the father. But um, he goes on to talk about us. And so he says, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you and me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Complete unity. Can we just even 
fathom what that looks like. Um, I remember, and I was listening, Pastor Jack was hosting a, a Barry McGuire, and one of the things that struck me that he said is, he says, we have to realize, and he gave this example, and it's, it's a common example of Christians going to a restaurant after church, and they could be unruly and kind of crabby and nasty, <laughs> um, and how he says that you don't realize that we're always on display and we need to note it. We have to realize that by virtue of that, we are either pulling people towards Christ or pushing them away from him. Right. So every action we do, even if we don't even mention the word Jesus, can have that effect. Mm. Um, and I've told you, we've talked on the show before how I like, you know, I have to suddenly like control my temper because I'll be in a, I'll be somewhere and I will be thinking that exact thing, you know, like, oh my, God, you know, like, Get a hold of yourself, sister. There's people watching, you know, like you have to just you you have to um, realize that you're a representation of Christ. But I like the way he put Especially it. Especially when you're wearing that T-shirt. Oh, for sure. Well, when I wear the T-shirt, it's, <laughs> I, it, it's a much better reminder. I yeah. got to start wearing these T-shirts again. I've been in workout clothes all the time. <laughs> so but it, the. um but I like the way he put it, which is that you could be pushing somebody away from Jesus. Mm-hmm. Forget not drawing them close because you're not witnessing, but you, you could be pushing them away. Right. Um, very important. For those of you who don't know who Barry Maguire is, he's uh, um, the founder of Maguire Wax. It's a very famous, you know, uh, for cars, wax yes. and cleaners for cars. Um, and he's uh, here in Orange County. Lives here in Orange County. Um, Lisa says, "Yeah, she liked watching him. Oh, I'm saw um on that uh, happening now episode, and um he answered her prayers. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. great, Lisa. I ordered the book he had. Um, today I got his Apple Watch. His Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. I've been checking out and thought of Andy. It made me nervous about sharing the gospel with strangers, and it's gonna um." It's gone now, the fear. Nice. Oh, nice. And what is the Apple Watch? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> uh, Iris loved listening to him and Jack. Yeah, they're fun. he's a fun guy. He always seems to be really upbeat. Yes, that's what he says. I wanted joy. I saw this guy and I said, I want that joy. Yeah. <laughs> and so he went out to get it. That's awesome. All right, Romans 8, 17. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. So the way this sentence reads, it's a caveat. But if we are children and we are heirs, co-heirs of God and co-heirs of God and co-heirs of Christ, if indeed we share in his suffering, uh, in order that I kind of skipped over that part. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The Bible sounds so much easier if you don't read it carefully. <laughs> you just look for the things that make you happy. Right? No, I'm going to read the New King James Version. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Mm. So. This also reminds me a little bit. So today we were at the gym and ran into Pastor Brian from Cross Point Church. And uh, he was able to tell me a little bit of the history of the church and that kind of stuff. Fascinating. Uh, and then um, that was before you arrived. Then you arrived. And he happens to walk up while we're talking. Yes. And we asked a little bit about what the 
expository teaching or his teaching methodology of the of the church right. of uh, cross point and i thought he had a very interesting answer you, you'll do a better job of explaining it, uh, it because we were wondering right. how That's close right. it was to because originally cross point was a calvary chapel church right and so we were wondering if it was on that level or that line of of teaching right and he, and he said uh well it's kind of it's actually a little bit similar to what pastor jack does mm -hmm. he says that he basically frames them frames the messages as topical but is going through a book of the bible so that he doesn't scare somebody off by saying we're just going hard into the bible he makes them um current event relevant topics all connected to a particular book so he says we're in the book of job right now and he does topical messages connected to the book of job do you remember what he used as the phrase to not grab like it was to bring him into the church. Oh, the so, yeah, the whole follow Jesus. I missed yeah. it. Oh, I mean, I, I remembered it, but I don't remember yeah, it right now. It was. But it's the way uh, it's a uh, oh, something first, to death, something. Uh, to, to die for Jesus. Yeah. First, they bring you in to something and then they bring you in to die. <laughs> yeah, it was a funny expression. <laughs> I kind of liked it, <clears throat> but there had to be this little bit of a, a, a bridge between bringing them in. And, and there yes. was a little bit of softness before he killed them. Right. With the <laughs> before he asked them to die. Before they died. Um, and I thought it was really nice. It and uh, there was a moment there I was going, oh, is he saying that he has to be a little bit wishy-washy or something? And no, it's just that um, there's some useful messages for marriage, useful messages for parenting, useful marriages for being a believer. Yes. And then he hits you with the coup de gras. Yes. That uh, will finish up. I, I thought it was really a really cool thing. It's great. Um, but uh, really enjoy talking to him today to learn a little bit about himself and the church. And Yeah, who knew what a colored <laughs> history the Cavalry Chapel of Yorba Linda has. <laughs> very, very yes. scandalous. But uh, I was telling Andy, I said, you know, it, the cavalry movement exploded in the 70s and 80s. And so I can imagine it was very difficult to have some sense of quality control um while the church was growing so exponentially fast and so it's not surprising that um there were some bumps along yeah, the way so many people came out of that that first uh bit of history with calvary chapel yes uh, and continue to between greg Laurie and of course then pastor jack but lonnie chuck frisbee Fisler. and chuck yep and um and like you were just saying is that you have those many people going out and planning churches or beginning whatever they their version is yep. it, it uh, just may be off the mark just a little bit yes as like lonnie frisbee uh, for instance kind of uh went a little bit off the rails yes. apparently <laughs> but the vineyard came out of it and vineyard was a very popular yes. church so and vineyard's gone 101 different directions right yeah so at some point uh people are just gonna do earthly things they're gonna be humans <laughs> yeah um Let's see. What's uh, oh, what? You, uh... Oh, what? I, Iris, I always assumed that you were just like a, a, a Pastor Jack online viewer. I didn't realize you attended a local church. So what church is that? Because you said you're in Long Beach. Or well, she's uh, visiting Long Beach, I think. Or visiting Long Beach. Yeah, oh. That's why she. What state do you normally live in, Iris? Um, so he said her, she says her pastor went to Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa under Pastor Chuck. Mm. Yeah, there's so many people like that. Oh my goodness. I have hundreds, hundreds of planted churches across the country. 
Yeah. That's study under Pastor Chuck. Set free in Anaheim, which had a, has a colored past too yeah. of uh, criminality. It's amazing. If they don't mind me saying, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> I mean, it went off the rails and it came back from what I understand. <clears throat> so, yeah. So it's so hard uh, when you have those that many people coming out of a, uh, out of something. It happens in dog training. I mean, you have these people that, you know, have start following this, whatever, if it's Caesar Milan, for instance, and they will take, <clears throat> so he has some really good methods. And then he has a couple that if you take them out of context, they, uh, they're, they can be pretty harsh, <laughs> which with the dogs that he and I trained uh, are quite often some of the most vicious dogs, right. but you can't train what you can't like use that. the method you would use on a, a, you know, a Mastiff or a, a great Dane or a pit bull that's out of control on a uh, Basset hound. Are Mastiffs generally kind dogs or no? Because well, they're I've known as warring them. dogs, but we've oh. watered them down here in the United States. So they're... Because they seem to be so nice to their owners. Yeah. And they don't seem to be very unruly like Labradors can be. Yes. But the problem is when they are unruly, they can they can really harm somebody. Yeah. It's like I mean, a... Like... Yeah. <laughs> I always tell people that the more the uh, out of the dogs between a chihuahua and a pit bull, a chihuahua is probably more vicious than a than a pit bull. It's just that when a when a when a uh, chihuahua bites you, you know, nothing happens. It, no, it's like a, a flesh wound. But when a pit bull does decide that it gets out of hand, that it's a a lot more harmful. Um, but yes, so taking so she is local. I thought so. Oh. Uh, Iris says, I go to Cavalry Chapel Paso Robles, uh, started watching Cavalry Chapel Chino Hills in 2020, only beginning of this year, started with Cavalry Paso Robles. Oh, nice. So you are look kind of local. Well, Paso Robles us, is, is fairly far. If towards LA? Oh, above that. Let's see. I, I want to say it's up in northern, like central to northern California. No. Yes. Uh, Who's the pastor uh, there, Iris? <laughs> I could be wrong. So, yes, the dogs. Oh, yes, 205 miles away. Yeah. Uh, so, up up further. Up, up. <laughs> a little too far. It's a, I mean, you drove an hour in one direction. Yes. She would have to drive three, uh, almost four hours oh. to be there. <laughs> so, That's yes, a lot. Very much. Oh, there it is. Four yeah. hours away. <laughs> Yes. Just a hop, skip, and a jump, Iris. Yep. yep. So um, we were also, <clears throat> um, I feel like there was some a, a new discussion today about Glenn. And, and I think this, what we were just talking about, Glenn, our friend who does the street, street ministry, street ministry uh, back on that subject matter of, of being, of repelling people away. Ah. Um, and I, and I had some thoughts after we had the discussion at the gym today is that in a normal situation of being at Starbucks and running into somebody and somebody seeing our cross and saying, Oh, you know, uh, I, I wish I could believe in something. And, you know, we, and then you end up having this discussion that you, that that discussion will begin and, and probably throughout the discussion be a little bit more inviting to, to, you know, follow the gospel. But when you, but when Glenn is putting himself in a hostile environment, uh, you know, I got to thinking, it, I don't know that being soft would work. I don't think it would even, it would even make a dent. No. So I think that there is some aspect where it, it you have to kind of be willing 
if you're gonna put yourself in that position to be a little bit more yeah because harsh well i mean you're going there as a witness mm. so you're witnessing not necessarily in intending to evangelize so uh, I had this explained to me when I was concerned about the methodology of apologetics towards Muslims. And somebody told me that um, the same thing, that sometimes you also go to be a defender of the faith. You're, you're going as a defender. You're not going necessarily to evangelize people. Mm. But Glenn tries to, remain, uh, to maintain a very important balance. He does not start screaming at anybody. Like he doesn't start insulting people. Um, he just keeps saying Jesus loves you and he wants a better life for you and he doesn't want this life for you. And then they scream obscenities at him and they're like, and he, and they say, how do you know? And he says, cause he says it, he says so in his word. And you know, he's, he doesn't ever compromise the truth, but he doesn't get nasty. Some of these folks can get nasty. Oh, so yeah. So you can share the hard truths. Right. And do it in a way that's not bombastic right is that a good word bombastic's a great word i need, to, I need I you to help me with these yeah i need I you to help me with these word. words i hear them but i'm not necessarily knowing if i'm using them correctly that's a fantastic use of the word bombastic <laughs> i love it <laughs> thank you our kids well, use bombastic obviously god has god has given me the word i that's not something i would normally use as bombastic. i thought you got that from our kids really because our kids are constantly saying bombastic side eye. Oh, is that what that? Is? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's either the kids or God, <laughs> <laughs> or God just gave me the way. Okay, you know that word you've been hearing a lot lately. Right. Here's where you can actually use it exactly <laughs> for a purpose. Oh my gosh. Um, anything else, Nugs? Any divine appointments today? Uh, well, we got to pray for our waitress oh, taking Barry's yes. advice. I just that was said good. You know, how can we pray for you today, Iris? And she said her husband. Um, Luis has had a total knee replacement and is suffering in a lot of pain. So uh, we prayed for him, which was very nice. And uh, that was about it. I messed up my witness. How's that? How'd you do that? Yeah, I've gotten an argument with uh, my daughter. With Zara. Oh. And I apologized because I just... I just got nasty for no reason. Mm. Well, you held it in through the vacation. Yeah. So I <laughs> let it out today. I, I, do, I don't like when nasty things come out of my mouth. It's very upsetting for me. <laughs> it's occasional. But you apologized. I did. Mm. Well, the, the waitress was a little bit overwhelmed because she's never ha had to wait on people that were carnivores. Yes. And so it was very confusing when we placed our order. She goes, wait, you don't want potato? You don't want French fries? You don't want a salad? You don't want a pancake? Yeah. Not even a tomato? <laughs> and she's, she's like, I don't, I don't know what to do with this order. How do I? She had to go ask somebody. Yep. We just want the, the meat portion. Um, so why don't we do this, if you don't mind? Um, why don't we do uh, her... Uh, not our, not a service. I was going to say do our service. Let's uh, let's have our, our our family pray with us uh, for Iris and her. Oh, husband. for for Louis. Yeah, for Louis. Yeah, Louis. Louis. Yeah, let's go. Okay, let's go. Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for the opportunity to share the gospel. Um, may you make more and more opportunities in all of our lives to be witnesses of Jesus Christ uh, to show that the 
the endless bounty of his riches, the kindness, the gentleness, the mercy, the compassion um, that he has placed within us and that by the power of the Holy Spirit, we could share with others, Lord. Um, empower each and every one of us as your royal priesthood to exhibit those qualities to the people around us, those nearest to us, our loved ones, our husbands, our children, our family members, our mothers, our fathers, Lord, our neighbors, um, and then the strangers that we may encounter along the way, Lord. Uh, so we want to bless Iris, or your daughter Iris, Lord, and her husband Luis as he um, recovers from total knee replacement, Lord. May they be touched in a special way that they know um, that you heard them, that you heard their their request and that we made their request known to you and that it touches their hearts in a unique way that they said, oh, they prayed for me today. I can feel the difference, Lord. Just if you could uh, remind them in a special way so that they know um, that you heard them. We love you, Lord. We're so grateful for all the miracles that you do in and through, the, through us, for all of the moments we have um, to exhibit your grace. Thank you for making us believers. Thank you for the blood, Lord. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. That was great. All right, my friends. We're glad to be home. We're glad to be home with you. And um, just again, if you would not mind, um, but share uh, our devotionals out to your friends and your, your audience, wherever they may be, so that uh, they can hear a little bit about Jesus. A little bit yes. about Jesus. Yeah. All right, my friends. We love you. God bless. God bless. Take care. 